We lost Dan during the intro, but that doesn't matter because there's at least five of us hanging out. It's uh, Jason, Max, John, and Justin, and Dan eventually. We are joined today by my friend, Sherry Nelson. Sherry, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing great. Good. Uh, quick, quick question. Uh, we are we are not doing the remake right now, right now, are we? Because I mean, like, I'm totally Next ready. Hour. Next hour. But uh, okay, yeah. Because I mean, like, obviously, I'm prepared. But uh, just dear to... listeners, Max is not prepared. I'm, I'm obviously I'm prepared. I'm always prepared. But uh, I was just making sure. Why is there a notebook and pen in your hand? Yeah, uh, I always have a notebook and pen in my hand, John. I don't know. What you're about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got a notebook and pen in my hand. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm like a notebook and pen guy. They, like everyone says this. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Max's favorite movie is The Notebook, so he's always got a notebook. Yeah, right oh, yes. I see. Oh, yes, yeah. comedy uh-huh. of the year. The Notebook. Yes. Comedy of the year. <laughs> Comedy of the century, yeah, even. Let's not let's not cover that anymore. It's horribly depressing. <laughs> Funny, but depressing. Did you know, by the way, real quickly, that people are stealing Legos? Because there's like a black market for like various different like Lego sets. Hmm. Like, is there a specific Lego that I can sell right now that would be yeah. maybe a lot of money? Uh, I mean, that makes sense. Hmm. They want five hundred hmm. bucks for that damn Harry Potter ca- their, that Harry Potter castle that I want. So, I mean, certain yeah. people might like the Harry Potter one. Yeah, yeah, that works too. <laughs> <laughs> the lid comes up. Oh god, it's a giant outhouse. Harry Potter, wow! Harry Potter, it's got, it's got hair all over it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very different than what what I was going for. I was thinking of a children's book, but either way. <laughs> You know, we when Justin and I talked to you, Sherry, uh, last time, we didn't really get into any of your acting. And there's a, a role that I want to ask you about specifically, and that is you were on The Handmaid's Tale. Now, since that show is so serious, what is it like on the set? Um, I'm, I don't know. It's, it is serious. It's, yeah, well, I didn't really talk to a lot of people there, but, yeah, no, um, there's a good energy there, though, you know, the creative energy. You can sense that there's something great going on. And But, yeah, no, um, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's good. You like it? I, I do like it. It makes me hate being a man, but uh, I do like the show a lot. Yeah. So, Jason, how are you going to remedy? How are you going to remedy hating yourself for being? I had to stop watching. I I, I was like, it's it's too much. I'm just very sad that I was a man the whole time I was watching that. I was like, this is not cool. I was going to read the book before I watched it, and then I never read the book. So sorry. I read the book. The book is it's pretty much the same. Like they did a really good job of translating the book to the show. When you read the book, though, did you visualize the characters to look like they do? Uh, I did because I read the book after I watched the show. Oh. Cheat mode. No, usually I always visualize the characters to look something totally different. Like, you know, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, I read the book first. And then I had my visual of, you know, Anastasia and the millionaire. And that's not exactly. When I saw who it was, I just couldn't get into it. It was very odd. Did you visualize John Stamos as you were reading the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? Like you could put John Stamos in anything. Yeah, you could. Yeah, something more like that. I don't know. Just 
Yeah, or the girl. I don't know. I just didn't jive with the characters. I did you guys watch it or no? Uh, Fifty Shades Grey. You can admit uh, no. it. I wouldn't saw it. I read the books. <laughs> I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> I don't think I've seen read or watch. Uh, I saw it. I went to the theater uh, and took my at the time girlfriend, and uh, I was appalled <laughs> by the movie only because of this. Your target audience is your middle-aged soccer moms, and when they were laughing at the screen yeah. because the dialogue was so cheesy and the whole plot was ludicrous, you are a terrible filmmaker. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you're right, actually. The demographic, like, I'm up in Canada, and I remember the theater was very sparse, um, but that was the demographic, and I don't know if that was the intention of the writer to have that target that audience but maybe that's why it didn't resonate because maybe if it was an older actor an actress that maybe it would have done better i don't know i never did get to book three after that i kind of lost interest mm-hmm. well, wasn't it a twilight fan fiction what well, didn't yeah. it like stem yeah. from a twilight yeah the twilight stuff yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because she had initially wanted the what was that lead actor in the Twilight Saga? She wanted him. Uh, Edward Cohen. Cohen. No, 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 not the. the not no. Yeah, the, you mean actor, Robert Pattinson? Yeah, Pattinson? yeah, yeah. Right, I don't know his name very well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what she not. wanted, but even with him, I didn't connect with that man as the lead actor. I don't know. Yeah. Or a spray tan. I thought yeah. if they took like all of the plots from from all three books, and and made it into one movie, like they could they could do that. But then they're like, no, we're gonna make three movies. I was like, this is absurd. Oh, they pulled a Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, they it, it's still better than that Netflix uh, ripoff of it, though. Oh God, yes. So. <laughs> yes, I got I got twenty minutes into that film, and I'm like, nope, yeah, God, yeah. this is stupid. The one with Marlon Wayne, huh? The one with Marlon Wayne, Fifty Shades of Black. No, no, no. no. no, no this no. was some foreign film I that was that. like, yeah, yeah. I can't <laughs> remember what it was called. I'll look it up. I can't remember what it's called. So, yeah, do your yeah. um, do your wives or girlfriends? Do they want you to watch it with them, or would they rather watch it without you? I was I was made to watch Twilight. I was not made to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, I prove your BDSM dungeon, right, Max? Yeah, you know we got the Raptors up there. We got the you know we got everything going. I t- I take down the swing for the podcast, but uh, <laughs> I mean back. compromises. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my my ex wife at the time, uh, I had to take her to the movie theater. Luckily, they came out on Valentine's Day, so it set up the night. So I, I can't that. believe she's your ex-wife. You're a good man. Were you the only man there? <laughs> it wasn't the time. Thank you, Sherry. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> How many other men were there? Um, uh, there was there was a few of us. We all did the the man head nod, like I'm sorry you're here, but hey, there's nudity in this movie. So maybe. In in the United States, at the movie theaters, can you buy alcohol? Uh, so once. Once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they started the serving alcohol at the theaters um, now, but for the longest time, no. Oh, because I was fun. wondering if the men had a lot of alcohol when they went through the concession stand beforehand. <laughs> it would definitely improve the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think the alcohol started in the early 2000s because me and my Jewish friend, we went and saw Passion of the Christ together. And uh, 
he like he's like I'm getting lit when I watch this movie. So he had like a whole. Was he drinking wine? Because that makes sense. What yeah. that? Was he drinking wine? No, no, no. It, it happens after the wine, though. You know, it's just it's just purely Texas Chainsaw Jesus. <laughs> the name of that film was 365. Yeah, that was the name yeah. of that erotic was, film. I, I was like, what's Netflix this? And I watched terrible. it for 10 minutes, and I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> I did find a list of the 17 sexiest films on Netflix. Oh, my. What's number one? What's number one? All I care about is number one. What's John, you're, number? Sharing, you're sharing this list with the group, right? Okay, here we go. <laughs> Hold on, I'll get to it. I've never heard of any of these. Well, a couple. Sure you haven't. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, I don't think these are in any order, Justin, uh, uh, but here we go. Um, first one that they list, 2019's Yes, God, Yes. I mean, huh. It's the appropriate title for us. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. Uh, 2020, uh, American Pie Presents Girls Rules. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. That movie actually uh, wasn't bad. I don't think American Pie is sexy. <laughs> Jason together, seen it? But... All right, I did. I interviewed the director. Nice guy. <laughs> uh, twenty number three on the list is 2018's MILF. I've never heard of MILF. I've never are heard of this either. These are legit movies. These are on Netflix, apparently. I mean, those are definitely attached to a porn movie. Yeah, yeah. Do anyone want to visit your February 14 date night movies to bring home? That's right. Things to watch for the grandma. Number four. Number four is 1996 Striptease with Demi Moore. Um, uh, number five oh. is 2018's Lust Stories. Uh, number six, uh, 2019's Elsa and Marcella. I thought we we're getting to like some Frozen stuff. I was like, this yeah, way. yeah, <laughs> that's not cool. It's weird to ask like Spider Man YouTube videos. Like. Seven is 2013's Horns. Really? Yeah. Is I've that never... Daniel Ratcliffe in it? I think yes, I saw yeah. it. Yes, it does. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number eight, The One I Love from 2014. Um, number nine is 2018's Duck Butter. Duck Butter? Huh. <laughs> yes. Uh, number 10 is 2017's Newness. Uh, 2018's Cam checks in at number 11. Um, number 12 on this list is The Feels from 2017. I've heard of none of these. I know. I've heard I've of heard like of the horns. That's the only one I, I, I recognize. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched that, and I wasn't like, "Hey, this is sexy." These are uh, on Netflix. I, I these are these are the sexiest movies on Netflix right now. <laughs> Number thirteen is the Babysitter. Robocop. That. that was a Netflix original. I've seen that. That was fun. That's a good movie. Number fourteen is 2019's Oh Ramona. <laughs> is that the title? Oh yes. Ramona. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. No, okay. That's rough. Would you like the Would you like the summary of it, real quick, Justin? Uh, yeah. I, I have to say yes if that's the question. No. Andre is a dorky high school student who pines for his mesmerizing classmate Ramona until he meets an alluring woman named Annie Mona on vacation and is forced to choose between the two. <laughs> this coming of age movie perfectly captures just how much lust one can consume for your attention. That doesn't are make you, sense. A, a that you, may be uncomfortable, sure? and B, how many people with Mona? 
are in this, this movie. Like, I, I know zero people with Mona in their name. <laughs> are you sure it wasn't named Anemone? <laughs> I mean, I don't know anybody named Mona that wasn't born in like 1960. 1950. Yeah, that's, um, that's an old name. That's an old yeah. soul. Well, I mean, that's, that's also uh, Scott Pilgrim, though. Is there a Mona in Pilgrim? For Mona, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. the bro. Right. Fair enough. I don't last know. two movies. I keep last two movies. Scott Pilgrim at the theaters, and it's sold out every time. Good for them. It's 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's a good Last flick. two movies like that are sexy on Netflix right now. Uh, number 15 is You Get Me from 2017. Huh. Uh, number 16 is 2018's Dry Martina. And huh. lastly, number 17, Cuddle Weather. <laughs> That's an appropriate title for a sexy movie yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. I mean, but I mean, it could also is it raining? Be a, it's, it's, like, it's better yeah, than yeah, being dry. Weather. It's I like, mean, it, there's no sexiness. It's just about <laughs> the rain. <laughs> <laughs> the twentieth is sandstorm. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> sexy. Sandworm coming by. <laughs> Dude. I remember, so, uh, I remember they said uh, the sexiest scene ever in a movie. And I don't know if you agree or if you can think of the sexiest movie scene you remember from any timeline. They said is uh, Bash Times at Ridgemont High when Phoebe Cates was coming out of the pool. Oh, mm, um, no, um, Team America. Do you agree World or is there Team, Team America? <laughs> Team America. Uh, I never really thought of uh, that. Yeah. That's that's a very sexy scene. Um, but uh, I think Sausage Party and Team America have got to be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think it's a sexy can... scene. I would also put like The Graduate on that list. Yeah. I just watched that. It's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, I think that that would be on there. Um, trying to think of other sexy scenes. Like, uh, Nadia yeah. and American Pie. Um, yeah, I'd put that on there. What was that movie with uh, Sharon Stone? Basic oh, Instinct. Oh, Basic, yeah. basic Instinct. Instinct. Yeah. With the, with the whole that was like a real, part. Yeah, that was like a sexy scene. Do you remember oh, that you movie? And I can't remember what it was called. And I thought the whole thing was sexy. Uh, Cameron Diaz, Brad Pitt, Benicio del Toro. It sounds sexy. Uh, <laughs> remember, <laughs> and she she had sex with Benicio del Toro. Car. Del Toro. Tor Toro. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Is that the counselor? Yes. Oh, I'm glad someone was googling it because I was with. Uh, <laughs> no porn, George. Um, I I was going to I was going to throw it out there just because I know how much Max would be confused by this. There, are, shame should never end up on oh. any sexy list. None, none. Okay, shame. Oh, oh, shame oh. is sexy. Shame, shame is not sexy. Shame. Starring um, <laughs> <laughs> who do we say? Can I can I throw in the Michael Antichrist? <laughs> oh no, no, Dan. As a robot <laughs> from Aliens. Has anybody else actually seen that but me? But <laughs> no, I've not seen it. There you go. See, you don't know. I don't know. You're right. I don't know. Uh, I think I think we do know though, Dan. I think we do. I know how uncomfortable I am. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> Jerry, this is why I can never send our guest topics because, like, you brought up Fifty Shades yeah. of Grey, and then we went down this whole rabbit hole. 
what I'm talking about. When John finds a list, we read the list. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're all curious. This is your fault, Jason. This is all your fault. Uh, Speaking of John and lists, John, do you have any silly news stories that happened this week? Uh, actually, I shared the only one I had was that apparently Lego thefts are on the rise because yeah. of uh, yeah certain ones wanting uh, certain ones being very very hard to get and so people are swiping them. Oh so, wow! Is yeah. it two by twos or the? I don't so Legos don't all come together. I didn't know you bought separate pieces. Oh, you could buy separate pieces at the Lego store. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so you can go in and get like this one two by two. Yeah. Yeah. What, which one are they missing? Is it a particular shape or a color? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that was was it was I like, would spray paint all green. of my Legos a certain color if it was a color <laughs> thing. Like, I will <laughs> fix this for you, fam. <laughs> it's all the roof tiles. That's, that's yes. <laughs> it's all the people's heads that you pulled off. I'm waiting oh, for God. my Lincoln Log set to become famous. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Lincoln? Wait. Lincoln Logs? <laughs> I want to summon Lincoln Logs. <laughs> what a, what about constructs? Is that getting that's stolen right, too? Right, yeah. Ooh, ooh. What, there was there was the one Connects. that I hated. Yes, thank you. Connects. Those are rough as a kid. And erector sets too. Those are stupid. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I hate this. Those I'm the stupid. leader, John. I didn't mean to distract you. <laughs> John's just like, no, I won't play with your stuff. I want Legos, not a erector set. <laughs> I was sometimes not very good at like just being very creative like gi joe was gi joe gi joe's not fighting he-man no gi oh, joe is on. one you, universe you restricted your toys to certain environments not, like, i did that's not cool at all yeah, that's a rough day. So the only the only thing is like i i would play with the toys but they have to be of the, the same size so like gi joe's no. could only no. fight like gi joe's because they're the only ones that were that size yeah okay. but like you know he-man <laughs> could fight iron man you know whatever as long as like they're all of you know, relative. You know what? That's true but, because I had Mr. T and uh, and He Man fight Ric Flair in the AWA <laughs> Renfro ring. So that actually, I, I think back to it was not a great day for Ric Flair. <laughs> no, no. I could even win. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Those knife edge chaps from Ric Flair, those are not because, as, as we all know, Mr. T isn't that great in the ring. <laughs> right. <laughs> And, right. and then you got Dolph He-Man. Lundgren. He has a so. sword. But He-Man, I mean He-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, can't he has a sword. And a sword. And he has the power. And I, I don't mean, care. Rick, Rick Flair, Flair has a plane. Flair. Come on. <laughs> but he doesn't have the power. Cue snap. <laughs> hey, 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 John. What, what was <laughs> that Lego piece? Huh? <laughs> what? Oh, you wanted me to know what the Lego piece was? I wanted to know what the Lego piece was. I was genuinely curious about the the pricing thing. I'll I'll go back to the article. I can Google it, too. No worries. I have the internet as well. All right, here we go. I got it right now. Um, It's it's going on predominantly Legos. uh, Okay, in this instance, three suspects were caught taking boxes of Legos from a toy shop near Paris with the goal of selling them in Poland. (laughs) Um, That's interesting. We got to set up the Paris pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> basically, it doesn't say it's uh, oh. because basically, basically, it's just like they're just stealing sets and then reselling them. Weird. Huh. Well, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what they're not getting. They're not getting my. Is this uh? Oh. 
A Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, it is. It is. Yep. Rancor pit set. All right, they're gonna have to fight me. Imagine hard for that. They're gonna pry this from my cold dead fingers. Why haven't well, you not built that little Lego guys? They're all over here. Max, why haven't you built that? Somewhere? I want to do a time lapse for it, and I'm, no. I just never get around to it. <laughs> <laughs> Max is I. We like the Max is like me. We like the idea of Legos, but when it comes time to actually building, it's them, like it, uh, Max. I will totally help you with both of those things. I will help you build the Lego set and or do a time caption because that would be fun. Yeah, I think so. That's yeah. That's a. <laughs> hey, oh, uh, just switching gears from that, uh, Justin. Yeah. I was a couple weeks ago in your home state of Indiana. Yeah. Well, I was in Indianapolis. Okay. It's a good city. I like Indianapolis. Yeah. It's meant for uh, like organizations that come and host things. It's a, it's built that way. That's what I learned uh, like last week or two weeks ago. I just got to say that I was very impressed. I drove past Lucas Oil Stadium. My God, that's a big stadium. Yeah. What? Yeah, what? What right. are you doing, huh? Jason? He's just he just being uh, Jason. What are you? Yeah, doing? no, they. I mean, they had the Super Bowl there, I think, didn't they? I know. Well, yeah, but I just, I, I just was. I'm, I'm like, wow, that's a super big stadium. I didn't anticipate yeah. such a big yeah. stadium. <laughs> also, I mean, Super Bowl party, that Super Bowl village, a lot of fun. I went there when when it was at Lucas Oil. I pretty much teams were playing, but it was a lot of fun. I know Tom Brady was there because people were trying to find him. Where's Tom Brady? It's like where in the world was Carmen San Diego? Yeah, yeah. shoes. <laughs> Who would you guys like to see um do the Super Bowl halftime? I I like um recently it's being rumored because it's taking place in LA this year that um Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem would do the halftime show, and that right there, that's perfect for me. I, I like Pitbull. I think Pitbull would be good. Pitbull, he would be a lot of fun. He has a lot of yeah, energy. That, that'll yeah. get people going. Um, I'm, I, I wish like they would try something else for the Super Bowl halftime yeah. show, like other than just a concert. Like, because I, I, I don't feel like the venue is actually good for a concert. You know, like because they have to do it from a football stadium, and it's like they, they, they get like a certain amount of people that are allowed to stand right there, but it don't really get good concert vibes. And I feel like all the tracks are just like they're just lip syncing anyway. So I, I don't know. I'd rather them do like some sort of crazy circus production for how about jousting? Yeah, like why ever, not? Well, why? have you ever seen the Prince halftime show? That was a they think so yeah. far the ultimate because I think it was in Miami and it was raining and he ended it with purple rain and the way the hue was it looked purple but <laughs> he put on a good one for halftime. Yeah, I mean, like there's been some good shows. I just like anymore. I feel like they're so. Um, you need so, Cirque du Soleil? Yeah, Cirque du Soleil, why not? Like, like let's do something <laughs> crazy visual. Like, that would be insane. Yeah. Just I like close the that. dome of all these stadiums, just let them hang from it. People like drape down from there. Yeah, absolutely. Just do I'd like to see something else. You know, I'm, doing you concerts. I'm gonna pause that for a second. Because why not have somebody heavy that actually kind of like goes with football? And and not you know like you know Britney Spears and NSYNC and crap like that. So so we're gonna have like Testament and Slayer and then have Cirque du Soleil do it do do their thing. Yeah, yeah. let's let's. That do sounds it. amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go the opposite way since you don't want to hear anybody lip sync, Max. I think we just need one EDM performance. Dead Mouse. <laughs> do that. Just performing a bunch of puppets. <laughs> no. <laughs> You yeah, angry John got at me. I had to do his skin. He's like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, I don't enjoy it. No. 
Testament would be good because they at least keep you going, like keep it pumped up. I remember one year the football game was good and I can't remember who it was. And then Coldplay came out and they did a ballad. And I thought, what? Yeah, it's like and that's Coldplay. Uh, they just ruined everything. I think Bruno Mars picked it up. I think he was the secondary act, and then he finally got it going again. But I thought, man, man. Yeah, not great. Yeah, yeah. They definitely need to get someone who's going to keep the the energy hyped. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like I, I agree with Dan. Like, some somebody, you know, like let's do something that's not. You know, trying uh, aimed at fifteen-year-old girls that just because that's not the market that we're supposed to. Yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, they're trying to widen the demographic with it every year, but does it really work? Uh, yeah. Well, no. remember when J Lo and Shakira a couple of years ago, all the moms out there were upset that you know their kids were watching them do the show, and I'm thinking. Really? You're not upset? Like, why would you have your children watching that if you're offended by it? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. The same well, children that are listening to Cardi B's WAP, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't one of the requests, was the Oscars? What what uh, awards program got in trouble for letting them like play WAP during the, 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 the actual oh, thing? You know what I'm talking the about? Grammys? It yeah. might have been the Grammys. Yeah, you're probably right. I, just, I remember that being a thing where they got they got some heat for it. I mean, like what gets me is that WAP is not like the most offensive like girl rapper song that I've ever heard. Like and people are no. freaking out because it's like the one that's playing now, but it's like there right. this song has been made before. Like it's also I don't think parents want to answer what does WAP mean. Probably yeah. like you can handle like a lyric, like ah, it's nothing. It's the title of the song. Uh, I'm like, I'm surprised at people getting so so offended over WAP. Like it, it, it's just the uh, that that it's the the thing to get angry about now. Like like remember back in the day before we had the ESRB on video games, they they brought in the, you know, I mean it was it was Mortal Kombat and in a uh, Night Trap for Christ's sake. Like, was well, Night there, Trap a Sega CD game? Yeah. Okay. I remember. And uh, freaking uh, Howard Lincoln from from Nintendo got up and he was like, "You'll never see that on a Nintendo console." Just you. <laughs> guess what's on my Switch right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? It's not offensive. <laughs> I'm offended. I'm offended. Now. Good. I'm so, glad. Speaking of music, you uh, Sherry's got a gift for our audience. I'm going to throw this up right mm. now. Uh, Sherry, tell us about it. Uh, so I co-host on a show called Fan Room Live, and uh, CJ Ramon from the Ramones will be on the show. And what it is is um, it, it's like this, where you buy a ticket and you get to have a, a one-on-one conversation with CJ. So I've got tickets for all of you guys, and then I've got two extra tickets for anyone watching the show right now. So... Um, all I need is to give Justin and Jason your email contacts so that you get the Zoom link into the meeting. And yeah, we'd love to have you there. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Just, uh, cool. Cool. Comment below or email us 3geekspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at 3geekspodcast and say you want a ticket. We'll get you some. Uh, yeah, see, that's good that you actually said the um, yeah, well, said we did the a email magic giveaway. We forgot uh, to <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that that's good. I like that we're we're, we're stepping up our game. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, you guys know Stacy Toy. She loves you guys, so she's she's there. So it's it's a great group of people that I get to sit with every every episode. So yeah, oh, no, it's it. a lot of fun. And man, you guys, there, you know, the fans up 
the friends or supporters of the guest of the show. They're so smart, you know, and I learn a lot from them. We had, we were speaking of wrestling a moment ago, but we had Paul White, uh, the big show on. And nice, yeah. it was so good. And they had so many dads with their little boys and everyone had their little wrestling belts on. And, and I remember there was one <laughs> little boy who goes, my dad doesn't let me jump down off the top bunk. Do you think I can? And it was so funny. <laughs> That's cute. You know, so the, the most amazing people check in. And there are people from all over the world uh, call it. Last week, actually, we had uh, Alex Golnick from Testament. So Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. uh, so, so that's Cedric the Entertainer's fan room, right? Uh, have yeah. you, have you yeah. uh, interacted with him? No, I haven't yet. Okay. But it is him. It's Mitch Faulkner. It's Jeff Krause. So it's it's a group of them. But and next Saturday we're going to have Ron Moss and his wife uh, Devin Damascus from. Uh, he was in Bold and Beautiful. She was Playmate of the Month, and she dated Prince, and she's an author and. There's a lot to this couple, so I'm I'm pretty excited to meet them. So if anyone in the audience wants to attend that, just let Justin and Jason know. Cool. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Sherry's always so good to our audience. She's given away many tickets already to different <laughs> fan room well, events. I think so. the last time I was here, I pretty much gave away the farm. I sure just... <laughs> <laughs> and and I can say because I attended the the Paul White uh slash the Big Show one. It's really <laughs> fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really really fun. It, it was a real cool experience. Yeah, no, he's a great man. I I liked him before, but I love him now. He he's pretty fantastic. Just the way he spoke to everybody, like the little people, you know, he spoke to them as equals and. Well, you saw he took the shirt off his back for that little boy. Yeah, and literally. Wrestlers <laughs> for wrestlers. And yeah, no, it's always an experience. And, you know, like last week when Alex Skolnick was on, there were so many young guys that came on with their guitar and they were playing Alex the music and seeing if they liked the riff and if they got it or, you know, so it's, it's always kind of fun. I like it. Awesome. Yeah, no, it, it is fun. It is a lot of fun. Uh, we do interviews on a smaller scale, but I love meeting new people. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have some topics that I set aside. We're running a little tight, but um, I'm going to throw this to our break before <laughs> Brian gets here. We're going to have Brian on uh, right after on the other side of the break to uh, let Max and John pitch him a movie version of his uh, comic book series that he's doing right now and we have the music from Halea Jones also to play and so much more coming up on the Three Geeks podcast everybody we'll see you in the next five minutes or so so we'll talk to you soon Hey everybody, it's John Orlando from the PBD Cast. Are you wondering where you can find my podcast? Well, it's real simple. Just go over to pbdcast.com, the online home of yours truly, or it's available through all of those major podcasting platforms. Just search for it in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iHeartRadio app, and don't forget that every single Monday night at 8 o'clock, I do a live broadcast of the week's episode of the PVD Cast through the Facebook page. Just go over to Facebook.com and search for at PVD Cast and join me every Monday night at 8 p.m. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get on out of here. So I'll chat at each and every one of you later.
Almeida. Hi, I'm Casper. And I'm Becky Gremlin. And we're the host of Don't Fuck With The Original. We are a spoopy horror podcast that pretty much covers everything under the genre. We cover haunted locations. We cover true crime, cryptids, movies, anything you can literally think of. We are all over it. Everything spoopy. On Wednesdays. And why? Wednesdays are for podcasts. Thanks, guys. Uh, Jason. What's wrong, man? You seem to be a little bit down in the dumps. I've just been searching the internet all day trying to find a podcast dedicated to Matlock, and I just I can't seem to find it. What? Funny you asked. Funny you mentioned that. I know of a podcast called Matt Talk, and it takes a look at every single episode of that beloved series and critiques it and reviews it, discusses it, even sometimes pokes fun at it. As a ma- Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're the hosts of that. That's oh, right. Yeah, no, what are you... Yes, of course. Why? I don't understand why you forgot that. But nonetheless, folks, you can check out Matt Talk. We have a great Facebook page. It's at Matt Talk Podcast. You could get the episodes wherever you find podcast episodes. And we make it easy on you, don't we, Jason? Sometimes we just put we just put the link for Anchor right there in the description of each uh, announcement when an episode comes out. And all you got to do is click and listen. And Jason, where can folks get in touch with us if they want to comment, say on this silly commercial or on any episode of Matt Talk. All you need to do is go to benmatttalk at gmail.com. You can drop us a line on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Twitter account coming soon. Uh, yeah, get in contact with us. There you go. And right now we have uh, eight episodes in the can. We got plenty more coming up. So check it out. We love Matlock. We certainly do. And so with that, We'll see you in the courtroom. Well, not literally, figuratively. Bonjour tout le monde. It's uh, Jesse Camacho, and you're listening to the Three Geeks Podcast. Whoa, that was an old intro. I don't even know how I... (laughs) Nice. We should probably delete that one. (laughs) Wow, there's Jesse. I was like, what did I do wrong? I forgot that he spoke French at the beginning, to be honest with that. I totally forgot. Yeah, you got Brian in the wings, by the way. I am well aware. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Do I sound better, though? <clears throat> yes. Good. Good. It is not yet time for Brian. Oh. <laughs> I just watching. I throw Brian right Ready. up there. But why we, uh, until Brian gets here, I am going to throw this video on to talk to you about Brian's project, the one that we're going to be talking about the movie version of here in just a moment. Here it is. Hello, all you beautiful independent comic book fans. It's Brian Lau, and I'm back at it again with Staunch Ambitions, Epic, Double Size, Issue 4. If you're new to Staunch Ambition, this is the perfect time to come aboard. Because now you can get the full Season 1 story either as individual issues or the combined 128 full-color remastered trade. This trade's going to come with everything. You're going to get the full story, you're going to get all of the standard and variant covers, remastering the lettering, 
the dialogue, the colors, you have bonus material, beautiful new wraparound cover, and if that wasn't enough... Hey, it's Leah. You may know me as Eden Hawkins from Netflix's Lock and Key, but I'm incredibly excited to partner with Brian over at Staunch Ambition to bring you music a little bit different from what Eden Hawkins is typically used to. I'm also incredibly honored to be illustrated as Commander Ryle, and I'm very excited for you all to watch to watch the series, and you gotta read the series, because it's a comic book. Anyway, I hope you really enjoy Staunch Ambition and the music that I am working hard to put together for it. And make sure to share with your friends and family and fellow comic book lovers. And let's get this thing off the ground and up into outer space. It was so cheesy, but it worked. Okay, bye. And as always, I want to offer you Kickstarter supporters a version of the book that no one else can get outside of Kickstarter. We have the variant cover of issue four. These are numbered and they're only available during the campaign. So make sure you pick up a copy before the campaign ends. We also have a few left of the previous issues. Those will only be available on the add-ons after the campaign when you're filling your reward out. In fact, if there's any item that you wish was in your rewards, you'll have the opportunity to add it after the campaign. I want to give a special thanks to all my loyal and patient fans. After issue three of Staunch, I changed gears and I did this one-shot graphic novel, True Stories from Real Detroit Firefighters, called Infernal City Firehouse. If you don't have a copy of it, I highly recommend picking it up in this Kickstarter. I have some exciting movie news that I'm going to be able to share with you soon, as soon as I get permission. So stay tuned. Thank you for checking us out and all your support. Take care. If that wasn't... <coughs> wow. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. Making that video was a pain in the ass. <laughs> I got a lot more bloopers than that. <laughs> I bet you do, Brian. <laughs> no, in the Inferno City Firehouse, are they going to be using ladders? Or are they going to use other means to climb buildings? Ladders? Yeah, I guess. Where's Madonna <laughs> going to be hanging from the side of the building? Uh, she's going to put on her armpit hair from the third floor, <laughs> and they're going to climb it. It's like a Rapunzel situation. <laughs> Hi, Sherry. How you doing? Tangles. <laughs> this is the weirdest, weirdest intro. Oh, we lost Sherry. Uh, you lost her armpit hair. Yeah, armpit hair is where she draws the line. She's like, I'm out. Let's yeah. talk about Madonna's armpit yeah. hair. I don't know what the man is saying, and I'm going to go. Uh, she just said that in the comments in the chat that her volume dropped out. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's back. Yay. All right. How you doing? Good. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, man, that was awesome. That's great, man. Um, so we got Brian Lau here today, and Brian is all over the podcast circuit today. Uh, this week he's on the PVD yeah. cast. He was on our friends over at Canned Air. So what we thought we'd do is something a little different than just a traditional interview. So we have a game that we like to play called Remake Revolution, and we thought let's, let's mix it up a bit. Instead of remaking a movie, let's pitch Brian a movie version of his book. And we got John going up against Max. Uh, Brian, <laughs> Justin, and Dan will be 
judges in this fun little competition. Sherry and I will be having cheesy banter back and forth as we uh, host this fun uh, event. Jason, if you could use my nickname, Max Notebook and Pen Guy Andrews, that would <laughs> be. <laughs> as everyone knows, Max loves Notebook and Pen. I'm always prepared. Yeah. I'm always prepared for podcasts. You got to change your name in the. Let's get ready to remake. I am Mike McGee from YouTube's Mike McGee TV. And the Three Geeks Podcast and I officially welcome you. Hey, To the ultimate movie nerd and fan competition. Get away from her, you bitch. Prepare for the remake revolution. Teams battle it out for geeky dominance as their movie reboot and remake ideas face judgment. Each team's idea lives and dies by four specific categories. They are Story Pitch. I'll be back. Writers and directors. I am Iron Man. Casting. I am the father. And marketing. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! When all is said and done, one shall stand, one shall fall. There can be only one. And the world shall know whose remake is truly revolutionary. The remake revolution begins now. I was like goosebumps every time I hear that. Mike did such a good job making that promo. Mm-hmm. This is like adaptation revolution. Is that what this actually is? Yeah, what, what was that? Yeah, this kind of. Punch revolution. Yeah. All right, so let's get ready to read. I mean, uh, <laughs> adapt. Yeah. I, I have a feeling we're going to have to remake this because these pitches are going to be so out there. <laughs> Nobody liked my pitch idea. My pitch idea was about a guy named Staunch who's got a lot of ambition to open up his own business. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can't he wait to watch that. Shop. He's very ambitious. This sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not remaking it. So why what did his parents name him Staunch? Good. Did he pick that name? Is that is that yeah, something yeah, yeah. that happened on purpose? That would be his nickname. That's what the oh, kids okay. in the yard called him. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get rid of everybody except for the person that will be pitching. The judges can come on after the pitch and ask the questions to the person. And um, then the next person will come up. Again, it will just be that person, the judges, and then – or that person, the host. And then the judges will come on again, and we'll just go back and forth like that. So uh, let's get ready to do this. Let's uh, leave Mr. John Orlando up. Okay. So, John. Yes. Sherry, how are you doing? You ready for this? This is your uh-huh. first time on one of these fun little movie pitches. Uh, John, tell us, what is your idea to make the cinematic version of Remake Revolution? That's well, not I Remake don't... Revolution of Staunch Ambition. I am dumb and silly human being. Well, I'm not deviating too much from the original source material. So Thank my you, pitch John. is, what if in the future we are given the chance to enter the supernatural realm to gain knowledge and understanding that we lack in current times. 
And what if that knowledge and understanding fused with our technological society and created a way to achieve more than humanity could ever hope to do so? Ending problems like conflict, strife, infertility, and corporate greed. Well, this is the world of staunch ambition, a sci-fi supernatural tale that stretches our limits and opens our horizons. That's it? That's it. Wow. That was a, a nice, short little pitch, John. That's uh, right. Not much, not, not much to pitch there. I'm keeping pretty much to the book. That's what the book's about. So I'm staying true to the book. Good. Good. Sounds great. Um, Sherry, you got any uh, comments on that? Uh, no, I like it. I just, who's in it? Is it going to be animation as well? Or is it? Uh, we're going to get into who's in it in the next round. John will tell us all of his wonderful, overly prized <laughs> no, like cast. So let's bring these judges on and see if they have any questions. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> I've been laughing for a minute straight. Uh, sorry. I have so many questions. <laughs> okay. Pitch away. What's your questions? Uh, so you, you managed to tell us nothing about the film, though. I mean, you, you gave uh, us see, the, the philosophy that, behind it, but... I that mean, would pique the interest. That would are we just going to go into a blank screen? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it, it, it's a, it's, it is a science fiction uh, supernatural, okay. so it takes place in space. That is going to be the setting. The setting of space is vast, much like the ideas and the and the source material for this particular project. And so, yeah, it takes place in space. I mean, it's about, you know, a company named Staunch that may not be on the up and up who's created a space station out in space. And through their genetically enhanced clones, they have a whole army of clones to do whatever they want to do. But in classic science fiction mythos, one of those clones is becoming self-aware. And another one has just basically, basically become an anarchist and wreaks havoc everywhere he goes. <laughs> the Wayland Utani Company of Clones? Yeah, like this it. is kind of like, uh, like Blade Runner. Ah, yeah. but much better than Blade Runner. Much <laughs> better than Blade Runner. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> What's Blade Runner? <laughs> What's that? Okay. <laughs> I'm hey, Jack, sticking close to the source material. Jack, could you send me that? That was good, man. I will be happy to. <laughs> He's my pitch man when he, we share a table. All right. But I'm more used to the interaction like, hey, excuse me, sir, do you like science fiction? Do you like supernatural tales? See how much better at it when there's, you know, when I'm trying yeah, to rope somebody Dan in. Just, an in your voice. Dan just yeah. wants to see the movie. He did so good. He's like, oh, well, I didn't oh. hear. I didn't know the plot twist, and I don't know the yeah. ending. Well, no, I, I don't know anything about the movie. Right. He's like, <laughs> yeah. he wants to see yeah. it. He's I like, have, like, I must several see copies this. of every issue of the comic book, sir. <laughs> 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 so that's not the blame. <laughs> I just filled it all in because I know the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, intimately. Yeah. Like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> oh my gosh, Levin's where I was crying. Brian, Justin, Dan, any more questions? Uh, any more questions? Yeah. Uh, I, no, Blade Max Runner and Staunch Ambition. I get it. We're yeah, combining like it. There we go. Yeah, it's it's just exactly like Blade Runner. <laughs> Are, are you taking me out? You're taking yeah, me you, out, right? Yeah, you're getting taken out, son. I'm about to take you out. All right, no fucking uh, pen guy. Um, <laughs> All right, no fucking pen guy. That's 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 me. That's who I am. I'm I'm prepared for this. 
All right. Uh, I'm also not straying too far from the source material, um, but this will be set in the far future. This will be a, a, a grittier space um, space movie, um, all set on the uh, Ambition, a space station created by the Staunch Company. And uh, it's going to have uh, a lot of... Uh, so it's not. It's going to start off. I want it to be, you know, just basic science fiction. You know, more like um, the Expanse or or Moon. Um, you get to meet some of the characters. You find out there's a lot of clones and a lot of different uh, uh, technologies that that people use on themselves uh, to, to to live out in space. And then uh, then as it slowly, you know, as the movie you know goes on, you're going to delve more into like horror and more like psychedelic space stuff because it kind of just goes all over the place and you enter like realms of the mind and things like that so it's going to start off just you know like hardcore space and then kind of drift away from there <laughs> as, as the story goes i like horror space like i love movies that are set in space that are horror movies they're usually pretty good yes so um they can be claustrophobic yes. up there Right, right, um, and uh, yeah. So, like, that's that's my thing. I want to stick pretty heavily to the source material, as far as you know, just like what the the plot line is and everything. But uh, you know, yeah, we're gonna meet the uh, the basically he's an android, like a, a android, but you know, he's like a clone. He's mostly robot, but uh, he kind of becomes self aware. We'll follow him around, and then you know, again, like 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 John was saying, all the uh, the craziness that ensues from people just going nuts. Uh, no, out of the box thing. No, it's a musical, George. It's a musical. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, we're like I, I just want to see it like slowly, kind of like be grounded in reality, and then just kind of just like go farther and farther away from there, like as the movie goes. Well, you have things like you know, uh, not Star Wars, but I mean, um, a show of machinery or you know, space. Um, spaceships, things like that, new technology that way? Will you be doing any peacocking like that? Uh, yeah, so like, I mean, the, the, the good thing about the comic book is um, if, you haven't, if you haven't read it, it's a staunch ambition. There's all kinds of crazy, crazy visuals in the comic book, and I would love for them to even pull some of the, the direct panels from there, just like the scope of the size of the space station and what's going on and things like that. So, yes, I, I think that would be very important to... Uh, you know, you know, when I first saw the, the, when I was looking last night, I was thinking, who's going to bid on this McDonald's or Burger King for the game pieces? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like ideal for that, but sorry to digress. Uh, no, no, it's good. Uh, we'll get to that in the marketing uh, <laughs> department. <laughs> hardcore drifting. That's all. That's all that hardcore space drifting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hardcore space yeah. 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 Like oh, extreme Mountain Dew. <laughs> space trucking. Mm. No. One might one might say that if one were Dan. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, not. No. You. You go. Uh, so I, between the two of you, it seemed like very strict, staunch ambition plot lines. So it's gonna be hard to determine between the two. I think. Well, okay. I want I want my man Brian to shine. So I don't want to to take his work too far. You know, I and then put my own spin on it. Like it, it speaks for itself. So I really think we should stick to the book. And, and I also hate it when you get a movie adaptation of something and it's not the thing that you were reading. Um, so I really do, you know, I, I, I would like a more, uh, you know, more like. You know, Dark Towers book. Is that what you're saying? Huh? Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want Dark Tower. I don't want Wanted. I don't want. Uh, I want oh, more yeah. of like a three hundred or a Watchmen, where they're kind of yeah. trying to stick to the source material, but they can do better than Watchmen. It's going to be so, better. It's a greased up half naked man. Okay. Yeah, you know, like they got that in there. Like, why take it out? <laughs> so, so Max, Max, did you uh, did you look up some of the movies I like? Because it's kind of peculiar. You picked Moon, one of my favorite movies music and uh just loved it uh i i did not do actually yes of course I, i'm always prepared he's never I'm always prepared totally so i always i always do my research and uh and look but no, i i just you know i love the feel of that movie um or even yeah, you know, like uh, sunshine uh you know those those real like like you feel like you could be in space with these people, um, you know, or or even like the expanse. Yeah, I want more of that feeling when the movie starts. Yeah, very cool. Um, way to back up to the creator and the. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic strategy. Um, John should have done more of that. Uh, Brian, Dan, Justin, any questions? Will there be a will, will there be a lot of like mooning in it? <laughs> That's the well, there, is, cut, I'm sure. there is not yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, of, with, of with mooning. Is in that the, like in in the future? That's like a way of communicating, like, like agreeing <laughs> each <yes>. other <laughs> instead of uh, handshakes. Now, uh, from what I know about exposure, I don't feel like there should be a lot of mooning in it. That's I mean, how you say goodbye. <laughs> but you know, if you, if, greased up half naked men. Yeah, I mean. if you if you write issue five with a bunch of people mooning each other in there, then it's got to go in the movie. Okay, <laughs> talk like, about a pivot. <laughs> where's, my, where's my note paper? In there? That's that's the combat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're like bees. That's how people talk to each other. They <laughs> drop their pants and dance around and wiggle their butt. They're just crab walking each other. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. But whatever, whatever you want, Brad. Whatever you want. That's how you get it through the access doors. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like a card swipe on Netflix. <laughs> All right, let's um, let's get to Max's cast. Max, pitch your cast to us. All right, uh, I don't have too many cast members. Um, uh, I like I like the look, so I kept Halia Jones as Riel. Uh, I feel like she's already uh, she's already tied in with the project, so. Why not run with it? Um, she can she can handle the part. Uh, for Rod or Nimrod, as they call him a lot in the, the comic book, uh, I wanted Gary Oldman. I thought he would be a great. Uh, you know, he's a fun bad guy. He's always he's always bringing it. So I you know I liked him as that. Uh, for Azarus, I would get uh, Winston Duke. Um, uh, he's got the chops and he's got the physical presence. I feel like for the role. Um, for who well, I casted the priest <laughs> uh, in issue three, I believe uh, he talks to a priest, and I really like the uh, I really like that scene. So I cast a Javier, uh, Javier Bardem as the priest, um, just because he's kind of like like no one because he's kind of sad, like no one really they're, they're out in space and nobody talks to the priest. So like I don't know, I feel like Javier Bardem could bring a weight to that role. Um, and I cast Harper. He's kind of just like a dickhead who works on the station. Uh, I cast him as John Krasinski because I'd like to see him play a bad guy, and I think he could do it. I think John Krasinski should be in everything. Well, I mean, he's pretty good. <laughs> but that's that's all the cast I got. I couldn't, like, I, there's, 
like a lot of the characters, uh, and I, I don't want to sound racist, but a lot of characters look the same. They're all like <laughs> the shadowing and stuff like that makes it hard to tell who people are <laughs> because like the space station blows up, and then you're like, well, I think this is this guy, but he might also be dead. Um, so yeah, they're, they're, uh, there's not there's only a few standout characters, but I feel like those those are the ones that need to be cast. Everybody else can be you know filled in with some casting director. <laughs> Hi. Okay, so I, I need a little help because uh, Azarus, um, Father, and the priest, and uh, I'm I'm not I don't know the names of these actors. So as good as Azarus Winston Duke is Mbaku. I'm not familiar. Black Panther. He was in Black Panther. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was like the he was the rival uh, tribe leader. Oh, the rival guy. Okay, okay, yeah, gotcha the tall there. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Nice, yep. and then. So he was for the priest. Now, what about Azarus? You had no, no, sorry, he was for Azarus. Oh, he was for Azarus, and then for the priest, you had is Javier Bardem. Did you see uh, No Country for Old Men? Yes, the bad guy. (laughs) Really? Okay, not him. (laughs) Not him. That's Azarus. Nice. That's Winston Duke. Love it, dude. Love that. Yeah. All right, so then yeah, pull up Javier Bardem, Jason. What are you doing? I'm working on it. I mean, come on, man. (laughs) Help help me out here, Jason. <laughs> I, I mean, I obviously sent you this stuff weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he hand drew them. He did, Max. You don't have the guy, the actual actors, to come on the show. What the frick? Man? I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that would be good. I wish I had that club. Yeah. So he, this is the priest. Yes. Oh wow, man! You switched that one up. Okay. <laughs> I don't like having an African American priest, so we're gonna. I didn't. I didn't read him as African American. What? <laughs> what are you colorblind? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, is there is there something wrong with that, sir? I got. Uh, uh, this guy, this guy's great, great too. So cool. Oh, shoot. Now Harper, who was the guy you said should be in every film? Uh, John Krasinski. Uh, he played Jim in The Office. Oh, Jim in the office. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> he he did not wow him with that last. His name, last his name's like. Yeah, I, yeah. I need visuals. Uh, he just did uh, my place too, didn't he? He was uh, Jack Ryan as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Quiet place, yeah. Quiet in the Quiet Place, he directed the yep. Quiet Place. Yeah. The the Quiet Place. He was in the first one. Yeah. In the second. Yeah, he's I guess, good. For a brief moment. Yeah. So he would be uh, Harper. Okay. Oh yeah, and I guess he is black. Now that I'm looking at him, <laughs> he is black. Man, oh, well. research guy oh, well. did not research. Maybe you should just really. flip those two actors. He could play Azarus. No, no I need could... I need Winston Duke to play Azarus. He's got to be right. in more of the movie. Um, that's cool. But that's fine. No, how do you? Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying blackface. I'm just gonna cast. Javier Bardem is the priest. The, spo- the spoiler for season or episode four is uh, that Father uh, Colin is he's becoming a, like a major character. Uh, well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just well, you got Javier Bardem. Uh, yeah, like it's, it's he's a really really good actor, so I, I'm not sad about it. I didn't no, get I that wrong, do, but, honestly, uh, but yeah. yeah, I got you. But uh, but I, I don't feel who's bad. that. I don't know. Uh, this th- that's uh, Jones. You said you needed a uh, uh, you know, picture to know who these people were. You gotta wait until they say the name, JD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I, re- I remember her. Yeah, <laughs> a while ago, but yeah, that's my that's my cast. Okay, 
Oh, uh, you didn't put up a picture of Gary Oldman, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna Everyone knows is. who Gary Oldman. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna. On a picture of Zorg. <laughs> <laughs> I know some actors. <laughs> or uh, Mason Verger. All right, John. All right. Tell Sherry and I who your cast is. Cast. Well, this truly is no BS. This is exactly what went on in my mind when I first read Staunch Ambition and saw Nimrod. I said, that looks like Norman Reedus. So playing the role of Nimrod would be, of course, The Walking Dead and the Boondock Saints, uh, Norman Reedus. Uh, I am going to change things up with uh, Riel. Uh, I'm not going to keep Halea in as Whoa. her. Friend of the Three Geeks podcast, Halea Jones, and you're cutting her from the movie. But she has an integral part with the soundtrack. So I figured that that might just be enough to keep her focused on creating a fantastic uh, soundtrack that she would not need to be worried about lines and whatnot. I'm just uh, stalling so I can pull up some more pictures, John. Okay. <laughs> uh, but my, my pick for Riel is the actress Kelly McDonald, who was most known for Gosford Park, Puzzle, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. She also was the, uh, the wife uh, in No Country for Old Men. Uh, when it comes to Azris, I was looking at a, a person, because Azris, there's going to be a lot of computer-generated CGI for that character, and I need an actor who could do a really great job of portraying that character using just his voice and whatnot. And, of course, uh, from one of my favorite movies, playing Azris, Billy Crudup, who, of course, played Dr. Manhattan in The Watchmen, uh, he's also been in Alien Covenant, Almost Famous, Eat, Pray, Love, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, for the father or the priest, uh, because I've been so impressed with his performance on Black Lightning, Cress Williams gets the nod to be the priest. Uh, and then I, I did not pick Harper or E-Tech because I felt like those were minor characters. Um so I did not cast them. I did cast Riel's father and mother because that's such an integral plot to the or integral part of the plot, especially in uh, issue three. Playing uh, Riel's father is character actor extraordinaire Martin Donovan, who has been in Tenant, The Opposite of Sex, Insomnia, uh, and has been uh, literally in a ton of things. And playing um, Riel's mother. Because uh, you need a little bit of that boost from the from the geek world, so let's throw in there from Goldeneye and from the X Men franchise, Frankie Jansen. Nice, I like her. That is my cast. Well, that's a cast, John. That is a cast. Yes, it I would have cast Sherry Nelson in the lead. To be completely <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> it was so cute. I'm surprised no one put um John Malkovich in here. Oh yeah, he could he would play a very good Nimrod. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Christopher Walken or Leon Robinson. <clears throat> okay. Sounds like Sherry has a better cast than all of us. No. Yeah. yeah, that 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 point goes to Sherry, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Any guys, questions? Judges? Did we, did we lose Matt? No, oh, no, sorry. no, no. He's, he's, he's doing the other side. This is confusing. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I like your cast. I really enjoy um, 
Billy Crudup and Norman Reedus. I'm a big fan of Norman Reedus. Reedus. And Cress, Black Lightning. We had a, a long range joke with him. He's great. Yeah. Except he stabs people. Yeah, except he stabs people. <laughs> On their birthday. Oh, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's mad that you uh, cut Leah Jones out of the movie. He's like, he's sitting over there. He's like, F you, John. Like, seriously. I, I think it sounds like someone someone else is mad. <laughs> I heard your reaction over there. Yeah. yeah really. <laughs> A bitter host. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to uh, Leah's Instagram later when she gets mad at John for cutting her from the movie. Uh oh, you don't want to be on the wrong side of her Instagram. <laughs> you uh -oh. Do not. <laughs> you gotta make a song. All right, so let me get this straight. So you uh, uh, you went through uh, say say them rules just real quick again. Uh, Riel is Kelly McDonald. Yeah. Uh, Azarus is Billy Crudup. Nimrod is Norman Reedus. Um. Riel's father's Martin Donovan, uh, and Riel's mother Frankie Jansen, and father of priest is Cress Williams. I, that's not Cress Williams. That's not Cress Williams. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's not, not Cress Williams. Williams. He's got beautiful blue eyes, though. Yeah, beautiful black lightning. That's we'll just cast that guy. All, all black people don't look the same, Jason. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Even though all my characters in my book look the same, right, Max? Yeah, oh, apparently. But that was just press points all the, the way. Screen, right? What? That's not that's not the right that's not, that's that's not the right crest. Play Black that is, there he is, right there. Right next to Dan. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah. it's terrible. Terrible. Right. But they don't all laugh the same. Terrible. Right, Max? It's all right. Bold white guys all look the same. He's I can see him just Talking into the, into the abyss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So if you get if you can get that actor up, whatever. But I got uh, I got some good ones there. I get. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're laying down there, Dan. Awesome. Yo, what about you, Dan? I got no questions. Yeah, I enjoy your cast, John. Good work. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. All right. Well, John, tell us who your writer and director are. Uh, well, for writer, I'm I'm giving somebody a shot that I don't think has had a shot in Hollywood yet. But he was he's so impressive with a work that's very similar to Staunch Ambition that I picked him. Uh, he is the man that has penned such comic books as Mr. Miracle, The Sheriff of Babylon, Batman, and The Vision. For my writer, I'm picking Tom King. Uh, his work with The Vision and that run on that Marvel comic was superb. And again. Azurus and clones, uh, the vision, a, 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 a cyborg clone that wants to become human. I felt it was an easy fix. Tom King is my writer. Uh, as for my director, I'm looking for somebody who's got a unique style because obviously with this being set in space and having a lot of CGI and having a lot of special effects, I wanted somebody that could bring it. And somebody that has... Um, a little bit of an kind of an odd vision too. So I don't want stereotypical science fiction supernatural. I want something a little bit different. Uh, I am going with Timor Bamatov. I can't even say his name. Bamatov, who of course was a director for movies like Wanted, the remake for Ben Hur, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Uh, so I'm picking Timor. That's a good, a good movie he made, John. Excuse me. You name a good movie that he made? He was the producer of that animated movie, Nine. 
which was kind of cool. I like Van, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, but um, well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't understand people that hate that movie so much because the title says what the movie is. Like, you walk into the movie and you literally get that. Like, yeah, that's... you know what you're getting. It's not. It's <laughs> exactly not going to be an Academy Award winning film. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I got you. I got Shame you. on you. Let's bring um, our judges back up. JT, read yeah. the book. Look how angry Dan is. His eyes are just hate right now. I don't understand how people don't like that. You know, I wanted Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. What I didn't want was a bunch of crappy CGI effects. Thank you. Anyway. This is Dan's TED Talk. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. They, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Cool. Um, um, so I enjoyed watching it. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, how, how do you say the guy's last name again? Uh, Bitov. You're a mean person, dude. What was that? Okay, so <laughs> what, 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 I miss. Uh, I'm not familiar with these two people. So what is uh You said uh, one was the writer and one was the. Yes, Tom King is our writer. Is my writer. Okay. Uh, who currently I think is now running on writing Batman. If I think for DC, if I remember correctly. Uh, but he did the vision. He did the sheriff of Babylon. He did a run on Mr. Miracle. Fantastic writer, absolutely fantastic writer. Uh, the director is Timur Bamenbikov, who uh, Russian director who did films Wanted, Ben Hur, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, a couple of other things. I'm not sure we want to rush, you know, this movie. So what? <laughs> oh, Russian! Oh my God! <laughs> You for guys, a, half a minute, it whooshed me, and I was like, I don't know what he's trying to oh, do. Man, I'm, I'm no selling that. That was so bad. I'm no selling it. I'm not even reacting. <laughs> You're laughing inside, John. I'm laughing externally. That was fine. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. Good picture. All right. Thank you. All right. Good talk, guys. Let's bring Max up. Don't want to rush the movie. Hilarious. That was hilarious. I love that joke. <laughs> oh, Brian, here's the black lightning guy. Why does that look like bad Photoshop? Because it's a CW. Could you have gotten like a nicer picture of that man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving, but that was you could have gotten it. So <laughs> inspired from the podcast for uh, questioning the producer of the show. Okay. Um. All right. For a writer, I am going to take um, Alex Garland. Uh, he wrote Sunshine, but with uh, with a consultation or, or or you know secondary writer to Brian Lau because obviously. You know, the guy wrote the original book, so he should probably be on the writing crew for the movie. Um, I love you and John sucking up to the uh, Brian Lau. I don't know what you're talking about. Younger. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just making sense over here. <laughs> I agree. Uh, <laughs> see? Shay's yeah. got a good head on her shoulders. She's a smart lady. Did we not just talk about this in Fifty Shades? It made no <laughs> sense when there was no proper input. So Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. And for director, I'm going to go with Luc Besson. Uh, director of Fifth Element and Leon the Professional. Uh, so he can do action, he can do space stuff. Uh, I'm down. Nice, nice. Very, 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 very good pick, actually. Um, let's pull back up these little judges. <laughs> oh, our little judges. These little judges. Oh, no, Yay. This bitch went on judging cheeks. <laughs> How are you doing? Um. 
I don't even know how to respond. I'm just sitting here staring. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, you picked a director that makes good movies, so okay. Cheers <laughs> to that. I love okay, the dog. Cheers to that. So let me get this straight. I'm secondary writer? Dang. Well, I, I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know how many movies you've written, Brian. So I figured we should get somebody in there who's written movies before. Um, but, then, but also, you know, keep the comic book guy there. That, that, that's what I was thinking. Right. You see what happened uh, to Game of Thrones as soon as they ran out of source material. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, the, those two movies. I'm not, I saw Fifth Element, but I didn't see the other movie. Is there any other movies he directed? Um, he did the professional. Did he do that? Yeah, the professional Leon, the professional. Yeah. Okay. Um, Valerian. Yeah. Which Valerian? Oh, Valerian. Yeah. oh, he did Valerian. Okay. That might be a negative for me, but I uh, <laughs> I'm dug it, so I'm cool with it. But uh, Luke, he's a, he's a bit of a weird director. Um, yeah. He definitely got like a certain <laughs> uh, like he can add a certain style and flair to it that I think would would benefit the movie. He produced uh, District B13, I think, right? He'll just say yes. He has an idea. I, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I mean, I've done all my research. <laughs> I've done yes. all my research, but I don't. Yes. Know. <laughs> he left that notebook at home. Get home. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Max, I'm going to leave the judges up for this, but tell us your marketing plan. All right. Um, my marketing plan is going to, uh, since, uh, since this is uh, heavily in the imagination, I wanted you to be able to have something that you could do physically, but also take to where you wanted. So uh, the marketing is going to be heavy in Lego and Nintendo Labo. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like, uh, yeah, like you can get the Nintendo Labo, uh, cardboard PlayStation, or uh, cardboard space station and, uh, and have fun with that and have some sort of video game, uh, fun with that. And uh, also, uh, Lego would be you know you can you can get all the, the different vehicles and, and space station and all that stuff in your Lego sets. Um, all the normal stuff. Um, we'd be running McDonald's because they make the better toys. Um, but then you know like we'll just get uh, the the trailer will not. I don't want people to know what movie they're seeing when when they're coming into it. So it would it would just the trailer would would feature heavily stuff from the front of the movie, not from when it gets super crazy. And maybe not even suggest that it goes out there. Um, just so that when people go see the movies, their minds are actually blown. Nice. One question. People's minds. Yes, sir. Uh, do, does the Labo and the Legos, like, like do they combine as well? Uh, yes. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> like a Voltron of companies, like what? Yes, yes, yes. It'll be Nintendo's and Lego's first collaboration together. But yes, they would both. You can get Lego sets that you can use to play Second. with your Nintendo stuff. First, Dan, I've done all my research. Second, <laughs> every bit of research. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that that's how I would put it. You, you definitely could play with the Legos on your Nintendo. Wow, <laughs> that combination could be the end of humanity. <laughs> so was well, there any thought... ended the first time we're, we're gonna be fine we're gonna be fine so was there any thought inside, to uh no using the comic books as a part of uh the comic book movie well the comic books are already out so i i don't i don't feel like there's more we could do with that like it's you know they're already there <laughs> go buy the comic book obviously <laughs> but, uh, yeah um that, that wouldn't be part of the marketing just because you know it's, it's already there when it says based on 
<laughs> based on the comic book by Brian Lau. Yeah, so, so you're just saying it's assumed. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, well, I, just, I mean, think about all this, like, when Lord of the Rings adapted, right, they came back, new covers, new artwork for all the different stuff. Like, they re they revamped it with the actual yes. faces. Yes, right? Justin, Afterwards. we're doing all new stuff. I'm just saying, new paperbacks for the comic book, signed shit from the artist. Yes, we're doing all that with the comic book. Well, then don't leave it assumed. <laughs> yeah. will, will there be a novelization? <laughs> yeah, There's going to be a radio drama. Ooh, oh, that, awesome. that would be yeah. fun. I wish I would have thought of that. Can I play in that? <laughs> there we go. Will there be uh, a comic book remake series? Re oh, I don't know about oh, that. Okay, so they're going to make a comic book from the movie that they based on a comic book? Yeah, <laughs> written by freaking somebody yeah. as Warren Ellis. It's, okay. it's like it's like Spider the movie, the game, you know? Yes, <laughs> yes we're doing that as well. Right. <laughs> we're removing no, all these from the suggestion. My, my pitch was... Uh, basic normal advertising with McDonald's and uh, in the, the trailers, but the the heavy pitch on the Nintendo and the and the uh, Lego, the heavy lean on that. Awesome. Well, here is John Orlando. I know he's got to be gone in ten minutes, so let's get, out of here, get this bad boy going. Oh. John, what is your marketing pitch? Ah. You're muted. You're muted. He's just gonna pitch us You're in. Muted. I don't like this one so far. Yeah, it's not, not great. Nothing. It's not great. It's very quiet. Not winning me over. Silent film. Yeah, still nothing. Silent. Unmuted. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I've been sitting there for minutes. This is great. <laughs> this is the best. Look, I'm very ever. focused here. I'm very focused. All right. You're backstage, John. You don't have to be muted. We can't hear you. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, uh, much like Max, traditional uh, marketing campaign with advertisements on TV, radio, internet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But we do have a special three-prong attack. To get the word out about staunch ambition. First of all, video game throughout all the different consoles, through all even a phone game that you can play. All right. So that's gonna be number one. That's gonna be number one is the video games across Xbox, Switch, you know, you know them all. I don't know the video game consoles, you know them all across them all, right? Including the phone game. Then we're gonna move into our second prong, which is a tie-in with Burger King. Look, toys are great, right? But I don't know about you, but you probably, much like me when you were a kid, you wanted to get those cool collectible glasses. You know, I have a whole Empire Strikes Back set, Return of the Jedi set. We're bringing those back, a set of four collectible glasses at Burger King. But we're not done there. Not with, no, 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 no. Also, for a very limited time at Burger King, you can get your very own special edition Azurus Whopper. It's just like a regular Whopper with a very special sauce. And a very red bun, which may or may not be caused by, or may may not uh, may or may not cause cancer based is, on the red. Is that going to be the uh, the impossible meat? Is there John, John, is that yeah. meat or impossible meat? Is it a, is it genetically engineered hamburger? Uh, you will have your option. You can get you can get the impossible Azurus Whopper, or you can get a regular Azurus Whopper. But now to our third and final prong of attack. <laughs> red buns. Red buns. It works. I open the doors. Mm, I, I'm right. hungry, man. You get me hungry. And our final prong. <laughs> Many of us probably harken back to the cool times in the 80s where you'd see a firebird with that, you know, just look, look at that eagle that's on the hood. Well, Tesla will be putting out a very special edition Azurus Model 3. That's right. Azurus on the hood. 
black and white color scheme, or excuse me, black and red color scheme is going to be off the hook. And and if you buy one of the Azurus Model 3 cars, you are going to get a very special NFT of an MP3 of a brand new song, an unreleased song called Don't Be a Nimrod, performed by Mrs. Elon Musk herself, Grimes. If, you, if you've got $80,000 just laying around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who gave Max access to jump back in? Yeah, if you, <laughs> that was if, a poor choice. If you present your uh, movie ticket that you saw the movie, you get ten dollars off of the Tesla. <laughs> well, that that'll have to be up to Mr. Musk. Yes, to, to green light that. Or he'd be, he'd be the car he launches to the next planet, right? He's gonna send someone one to Mars. There you go. Good. I like it. You know what? I was thinking, depending on your launch, and if you did the video game across all boards, like you said, what if you had a random, you know, 10 tickets to Comic-Con, and then you could go there or get, like, wear costumes for little people, if it's a Halloween movie launch, you know, so I don't know what demographic you're, tar you're targeting with your movie, but... Oh, that would be great. Be included. I like the, I would certainly if it was a Halloween, we would do the old Ben Cooper, you know, with the little half mask on the rubber band in the plastic <laughs> suit. That's 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 what we'd go. Total retro. Total retro on that. Nice. I've got yeah. a lot of questions about the Burger King, but I'll save it until after the judges rule. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I am gotta figure out how we're gonna do this judge thing. What's that, Dan? Just have us go one by one. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. I'll say Brian for last, but we'll have Dan and Justin go, and then Brian, who will be the deciding factor, will go last. Okay. Um, first of all, for, for pitch, I'm going to go with Max, because he explained things. Yeah! Okay. Fair enough. Preparation um, is key! For director, uh, I also went with Max. Mm, that's two in the bag. Unfortunately, we kick him Max, out. Max is also <laughs> greasing Brian while he's arguing with Justin, so he loses a point. <laughs> so John get, gets a point for marketing because I like your marketing. Thank you. Um, I the 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 cups are are what did it because I I also have the the Star Wars ones from way back in the day also Snoopy ones, um, and then for cast, Sherry gets the point because she had the best cast. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so all three of you tied. <laughs> and uh, yeah, since you since you can't remove a point for for whatever that no, was, I'm removing the point. I had, one, I'm I had two points over John's one. And we never even went to soundtrack, so okay. But no, I won. I won. That's fine. Soundtrack yep. tiebreaker. Nope. <laughs> Dustin, what is yours? Well, you guys didn't do me any favors with the pitch. Like neither one of you really did a great job of that for me. Uh, That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so I just to break. I mean. I'll give that to John just because I don't have a good solution, and I want to break it. I want Brian to be the deciding factor on pitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, for cast, I genuinely really enjoy. I, I enjoyed John's, but I really enjoyed. I love Gary Oldman. I love Winston Duke, like and John Krasinski. So I'm going to go with Max on that one. Um, for writer director, um, I love Fifth Element. 
I didn't like Valerian. Um, I liked Wanted. I didn't like the other one. So I'm going to go with Max on that as well for director, just for the simple fact that uh, Fifth Element is one of my favorite movies, and if he can capture that at all, I think he'd do well. Um, and then, John, I think your marketing killed it. I, I think uh, I love the, 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 the Lego and the Nintendo collab, but uh, I have to yeah. give the, the Tesla Whopper video game combination to, uh, to a John. Really? Also, sadly, Who's got fucking $90,000 to buy a fucking <laughs> Tesla with a red hat? I just want to see it. I'm never going to own a $90,000 yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Burger King has a people. <laughs> Burger King has a hard enough time getting people to come to their restaurants. How are they going to promote a movie? Burger King? Burger King? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, 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 Max. Hey, Max. You lost that one. Nah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> he markets to four people. Video games are much broader. So did you with Labo, dude. So Yeah. <laughs> but it's on Nintendo. Lots of people have those. Yeah. He said but... he'll be on Nintendo too, though. Hey, what's yeah. your point score? Because I haven't been paying attention to the point. Uh, yeah, I could, it's, uh, Is it Max? a tie again? Are we tied? Um, John, Max. No. Max. Yeah, it was a tie. Uh, it was a tie. <laughs> so, Brian, it's up to you, buddy. Right. <laughs> uh, so I have to go on the pitch. Um, there's just so many keywords and intrigue that uh, Max brought to the table on keywords. the pitch. Well, I mean, you just nailed, I love that. No, I, I loved it. He just nailed some things. Can you know get your mind going with a concept like the moon movie? Obviously, I already mentioned, and uh, he, his enthusiasm and, and the idea that the movie takes us like. Uh, odd dimensional turn to where it's horror and all that when it gets into the supernatural realm. It, it just kind of, I like his his attitude on that. It kind of fits what, what happened. And when uh, Jason was like, is that it? To John's uh, pitch, it kind of fell a little. <laughs> yeah, the host did not tell the contestant there. That's fine. Listen, everything, I, I'm not going to lie. The other three parts were a breeze, but it got to the pitch and I'm like, I don't really want to change anything, so I I struggled. The pitch, you're not hurting my feelings. It sucked. I know. Yeah, no, I feel I feel like our pitches were pretty much the same. Like, I, yeah. Uh, but uh, but I'll take the win. I'll take that that win. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. I, I I resonated with your pitch, Max. Yes. So, all right. So what's the next category again? Uh, we do actors uh, next. Cast. Yeah. Cast. Um. Okay, you both had some great ideas. I mean, I love Nimrod. Uh, John's idea with Nimrod was the guy from Walking Dead. That guy would fit good. Um, but Gary Oldman's also badass and would Brian fit. went with Sherry, like Dan. What's <laughs> that? I said Brian chose Sherry as well. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I kind of, in, you know, I'm intrigued with many aspects, but I think I'm going to lean with uh, Max again on pass because... Uh, he does get Hilia Jones as the lead uh, Riel, which has got to be the case. You just can't go can't any other way. She don't was born mess with a beautiful partnership. She was born to, you know, I'm waiting on the final music, so I, I can't go against her on that. I don't want to. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. Nice. No, no but I, I just, I see Hilia playing uh, Riel. You know, she would uh, dye her hair, but at the same time, she's. Uh, She's up and coming, you know. She's going to be season two of uh, Lock and Key is going to be some wild shit. So she's going to be badass. Uh, so then the next category was uh, 
writer director. Writer director. I'm not familiar with you guys' uh, picks on writer director. Some of the movies. Um, give me the directors again and the and the movies they did again. Uh, I said Luke Besson. He did um, The Fifth Element. He did Valerian, um, Leon the Professional. And okay. He's done some other movies, but uh, those are the three that stand out. All right. John, you picked uh, director. Teamer Bombant. Bombant. Hey, I don't feel like, like, I don't feel like John should, should get to even like say this guy because like he can't say the name. He messed up Famke Jansen's name. Like, I, 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 he can't even talk to the people that he wants in the movie. Like, man, shots fired. Well, well, the like this is like approaching the bench up here. Like, what was the movies he directed again? <laughs> he directed Wanted, the uh, 2016 redo of Ben Hur, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Um, he was the producer of Nine. Uh, is this the is this the last category? No, oh, no, it was marketing. Yeah, marketing. Okay, so far, so far, Max has got two and John's got one. And well, then, Max is ahead by a point on my board too because of uh, yeah, I have Max. I have Max. Yeah, as ahead. Yeah, Max two, is ahead one. one. Uh, let's do marketing next. I'm gonna go with uh, John on marketing because I gotta eat one of these burgers. I just gotta eat a red bun, uh, genetically engineered burger. In the Tesla. Now, I think John John's on to something with the Tesla. You don't have to just buy the Tesla. You people are gonna want to just have a ride in it. Yeah, you know, yeah. They're just gonna nobody run. can afford it. Who can ride it? They're, they're gonna have a ride in it. It doesn't cost as much to get a ride in it. Ooh, I thought I really thought you were gonna go with like you're gonna win it from Burger King wrapper or something like have like a like a like a, a game. Thing like where you can uh, win the Tesla. Yeah. Don't forget about the NFT. Back to the Future with the DeLorean. Did they ever do any marketing with the DeLorean? They do still do. They well, had like no affiliation with DeLorean. No, <laughs> the guy who made the DeLorean got. got... Like, remember the car? So I don't oh, know. Yeah. Did they do anything to promote that? No, because I, I think John DeLorean was in jail by by the time yeah, he Back was. to the Future came out. For uh, coke trafficking, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. He went back to the future for real. I, I, oh, think yeah. it's, I think it's smart getting Elon Musk involved, too, because he might actually yeah. have to build some of the stuff for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> right, build an actual space station. Not to say that Legos and that is, isn't cool, but at the same time, I just John's ideas are so out there that it's like I I kind of I'm more you know, curious. So, but we're gonna have to go with Max on the director because some of the movies this director did kind of lends itself to more of a, okay maybe this guy can direct the movie, and he did put me as secondary <laughs> writer, which is smart. You know, not smart. kissing. That's not kissing up. That's just smart. That's what I said. I mean, hey, hey, great minds, great minds think alike. <laughs> I I need to be on there as secondary writer. I don't want to have a crappy movie, man. See, got, there it is. How many times you got? Like you said, you guys use all these examples. You got this great, you know, book, and then you get this movie that has in, nothing to do with the freaking including book. including wanted. And Abraham Lincoln Vampire. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That that was kind of the downfall there. <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. Do that again. That was no, funny. Just the, I just like I was recording Max at this point. I just like you just like. 
But it, it looks like the guy up here. The my Max Andrews right action figure with pointing <laughs> finger action. The beer yelling and pointing action. The pen guy. <laughs> Notebook and pen guy. <laughs> that, that's the send away. You have to get out five proofs. Max of wins again. Yeah. yeah. Just there got it. Is. Max there just it got is. it. Bravo, Max. Bravo. Thank you, sir. Well done, yeah. sir. Well done. Man, his head can't get any bigger. Than I wish. And I so. Wish. Oh, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. And so Sherry wins. That's Sherry right. is the real winner for today. Yeah, That's absolutely. Right. She, she had. I mean, all she got the a point ideas. and wasn't even a part of the thing. So yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, but, but who who can say no to Christopher Walken? I mean, <laughs> I <laughs> no. so want to hear an impersonation of him right now. No, I'm not going to do a bad walk. No. As, <laughs> as Nimrod. None of us have an impression for him. I know. I, I wait, hear wait, wait, wait. Is Christopher Walken on cameo? Because if so, I might get a happy birthday of him. Can you read this, sir? As Nimrod. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> classic guy. John, just have Casey do it for you as. Oh walking. yeah, Casey could do it. He's yeah. got a good walking. He yeah. does. He He's does. got a good walking. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, I must leave. And, and uh, Randy, I must hey, you know, if I if I just got my ass kicked in remake Revolution, I'd leave oh, too, John. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, we all understand. Man. It's all right. <laughs> one of these days, Max. One of these days, I'll one of these beat days, you. you might beat me, but I doubt it. All right, we're saying goodbye to John and Dan. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Here, huh? We'll talk yeah. to you guys shortly. Yeah. Number five. Wow. That was right. fun. That, that was, was fun. a lot of fun. I was I was really nervous about this. <laughs> um, yeah. After that pitch, I would be too. Uh, well, I mean, again, like it's hard to because like with when you're remaking a movie, it's like okay, I want to take this movie, but I want to go in a different direction. But when it's like a, just a direct adaptation. Of something like it's it, it's hard to even develop the pitch. So yeah, and like no, that was that was the the roughest part. I would and agree with. You. I, how bad does your marketing have to be that you lose the Burger King? Dude, I don't fucking know. That was bullshit. <laughs> I, you guys are weird. Uh, that, that, that's, that's Tesla. <laughs> that, yeah, Tesla's the NFT guy. Okay, me. okay. Burger. Now, now you're marketed. I, I was wrong. You're marketed to eight people because there's four people who can afford a Tesla and four people who go to Burger King. Those I know people. Those four people that can afford a Tesla, they got lots of money. Yeah. So I would rather market to those guys. But they're than... only gonna go see the movie one time. That's four yeah, but, tickets. But they're gonna pro help produce it. <laughs> Marketing. Oh my goodness! No, I, I don't understand how I lost a burger. King. I just that, want my Tesla okay. from doing the movie because I get <laughs> yeah. one of those. Yeah, you get a promotional get Tesla. Tesla. I'm not sure why it was an Azurus Tesla though. Like he's a genetically engineered mix between human and animal, so like maybe <laughs> <laughs> there could be like something like the staunch or the ambition Tesla or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, but hey, you know, it won it for him, so I guess we can't knock it too hard because yeah, she still won. Why are you still crapping on John's marketing? <laughs> <laughs> I lost the marketing. I lost the marketing. I really felt my marketing was better. <laughs> All right, everybody. Yeah, but his was interesting. So, that, that, like, hey, I, 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 I mean, I, it was weird, and I was like, "What? Yeah. I gotta find that out." That's all. That's <laughs> no, all. If, uh, if he would have been like, "We're gonna get together with Tesla and build a space station," <laughs> I would have been more down for that. <laughs> yours was yours was realistic and practical. His was like so weird. I was like, "Okay, that just yeah." You know, he's going to build the Death his, Star. We'll, we'll say it like this: His had the armpit hair. That's that's true. <laughs> Oh, Eternals, okay. All right, guys. I actually had some topics for today, so let's uh, <laughs> jump into this real quick. 
Do we have to talk over this for copyright reasons? Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and talk over it just in case. Marvel doesn't really complain. Okay. Take the uh, pointer off of there. I hate that. <laughs> You're right there God, in the middle. I, I freaking yeah. hate that. This is like an arrow. I, I want to look at what the arrow's pointing at. <laughs> Eternals, they were on Titan, weren't they, Max? One of the moons? Oh, I'm not even sure. I've not read one Eternals comic book. Okay. Um, What's this going to be on? This is uh, the new Marvel this movie. This is a movie, coming. yeah. No, on Nef- Oh, a movie? Yeah, yeah. In no- yes, in November. We have watched. That's a sweet skill. Unguided. Be a little bit more we have helped them yeah, progress. Unseen them. Is Angelina Jolie in this? Yes. Yeah. Throughout the years, we have never interfered until now. Was it Thanos that got him involved or no? Well, um, um, Thanos is an eternal. I thought he was an inhuman. No. Beautiful movie. Yeah, it looks great. Looks visually nice. Because it's like in the Eternals comic book, it's the Eternals versus the Deviants, and Thanos is a Deviant. Gotcha. So they are on Titan then. They have moved to Titan then, right? Because he's from a moon of Titan, right? Yeah. Titan. The moon of Titan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Sorry, thank you. So now that Captain Rogers and Iron Man are both gone, who do you think is going to lead the Avengers? I could lead them. That's a weird joke because we have no context to who that character is. So when they're all laughing, we're just like, "What? I don't understand." Well, I mean, I laugh at how ridiculous it would be like for someone coming into Phase Four to think they could run anything in the past ten years of movies. Yeah. Now is it is who's the uh, Marvel character Black Bolt? The where he's got the vocals. That's the Inhumans. That's yeah. in humans. Okay, yeah. I'm not familiar with externals. Yeah, yeah, the internals are they're very obscure for me too. Like I, I've seen like a one video explaining like who the internals are, but I've not ever read any. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I've not even heard about them until until this. So like, yeah, it's 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 gonna be interesting for me. But yeah, uh, that's cool to go in not knowing. Yeah, I mean. So we'll see how it goes. It I'm was like that for the Guardians of the Galaxy for me. I, I wasn't yeah, familiar with fair. them either. Ah, no, I see. I I have read a lot of Guardians, unfortunately, and and, and unfortunately. Guardians. Well, no, because like the the Guardians that I read is not the Guardians that they made, mm-hmm. and and so like I had this preconceived notion going in, and they made it like you know the Guardians movies are fine, but they're not what the comic books had. <laughs> they're not at all. So yeah, like Star Lord is a completely different character. Uh, yeah, it's just uh... Uh, George writes. Okay, Bryce is in the room. Just saw this, and he said that it doesn't look that good because there is no actual superheroes. Tough critic. I know Damn. that this movie takes nice. place over three thousand years. Awesome. Oh, They're Eternals. So yeah. Jerry, what'd you uh, think of this trailer? Um, no, I liked it. I agreed with Brian on the visuals and, and everything. And, and I'm a huge Angelina Jolie fan, so I think it'll probably do well based on I, I just I'd go see it for her. But um, 
Yeah, I, it looks interesting. It doesn't look dark. I don't like it when they turn, you know, movies really dark, you know. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but I guess that's the female card I'm playing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, was that Selma Hayek in the beginning of that? It, it might have been. It kind of looked like I that. thought it was her voice for sure. I'm checking that right now for you, Max. <laughs> um, not, like, I, I just don't even know what to think. Like, that doesn't give me... It looks like there's some sort of conflict a little bit. You know, it looks like there's some sort of like weird things going on. So, you know, I'm down. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, I'm curious what galactic event, right, would bring them out of hiding if Thanos didn't. You know what I mean? Like, he yeah, was going to snap the whole it's world. It's got to be the, the snap. That yeah. Selma yeah. Hayek. It was Selma Hayek. She plays Ajax. All right, cool. so yeah, no, I'm down. Some Hayek is one of my favorites, so I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm definitely gonna go watch it. I love Marvel movies, but yeah, I don't really know what to think yet about this one. Uh, but even you know, like, again, like even if I had read all the Eternal comic books, they don't necessarily make those, so it's, right, you know, right. maybe it's well, better to just go in blind. Hopefully, it's something out of the box different because you know, as good as Marvel is, they're consistently good. Um, you need to have deviations from the norm, and so if this is going to deviate into you know realms that we haven't done several times, you know some of these Marvel movies kind of are the same basic story, but still good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if this is going to go in territories that we haven't tried, then that would be awesome. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm definitely down for a different movie. Um, it's kind of like I was, I was hoping, like the New Mutants, uh, you know, is taking that horror. Aspect yeah. like I was kind of hoping for more of that from them. He's like, okay, this is going to be something different, and yeah, I, I can agree with that for sure. Um, yeah, like Logan or who knows, you know, just yeah, just for sure, for sure, weird stuff. Even Deadpool kind of does it because it's just so out of you know, out <laughs> rated R and different, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, they get to do Deadpool gets to get away with a lot of things that you yeah, can't Christmas do. special made me laugh. <laughs> oh, the Christmas yeah. special was fantastic. Like that I was... like Deadpool too, but the way to watch it is the. Uh, the Christmas special, because, but like uh, even even if you watch it normal, like I absolutely absolutely suggest watching the, the Christmas special. Like it's it it, it kind of makes it pay off more if you've already seen it. Um, yeah, like I they they that was excellent marketing, excellent uh, excellent delivery on all that stuff. All the scenes of Fred Savage are good. Um, yeah, they they did tucking it right. him in. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> oh. I, I honestly forgot, and maybe I, I didn't even realize. Like, I didn't never realize how funny Fred Savage was until I watched that. And I want a buddy cop movie with him and Ryan Reynolds. Like, <laughs> it might turn out horrible, but their chemistry was so good in those little shorts. I think what makes Ryan Reynolds so special is I think he can mesh with almost anybody. That just seems like his personality can fit. I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not looking forward to the hitman's body, hitman's wife's bodyguard, though. Like, I mean, Ryan Reynolds is good, but like. I, Sometimes I'm looking forward to Samuel Jackson to the F word a lot. I always laugh when I hear that. So <laughs> I, I I am looking forward but to seeing the Hitman's bodyguard wife. Right. But the funny thing about that is Hitman's like, wife's bodyguard Jesus. Whatever. I liked the first movie, but I always forget it's a thing. Like I always forget that that movie's there. But yeah. every time I see that it's on, I'm like, oh yeah, I love this movie. And then I watch it, but outside of it, I always forget that there's a movie called the Man, was was he in a movie called Buried? I haven't seen it, but I heard yeah, a lot. Yeah, he of good was. Stuff. He, yeah, yep. Was that good? I never was watched that one either because, like, I didn't want to. I hear they do a really good job, like making you feel like you're in the box, and I, I'm, <laughs> I'm good on that. <laughs> you're like, I'll pass. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really get anything crazy out of it. It was fine. I mean, it was fine. Yeah, 
It's really, um, I haven't seen it, but I've heard that it really shows how good of an actor Ryan Reynolds is. Yeah, he's by himself the whole movie. Yeah. If that helps. Mm-hmm. That's why I was bringing it up because that, that seemed like an interesting challenge for an actor. And I think he, he can step up to the plate when he's, you know, given certain roles. I mean, obviously he's had some bad roles in the past, but man, he's really <laughs> redeemed himself. Uh, yeah, I, I can agree with that too. And Green, that's Green not Lantern. A, that's <laughs> yeah. not his fault. That's not no. his fault, no. Yeah, like, yeah. The Ryan, original Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds is always one of those guys where you're like, ugh, Green Lantern. But Ryan Reynolds was good in it. Like, he's no. one of those guys, like, this movie sucks, but hey, Ryan Reynolds was good in it. Like, I, I, no, I but like, no, like, I, I don't even feel like he's shown through on that one. Like, it was just super bad. Like that movie was bad. <laughs> yeah. You can't, <laughs> you can, like the dialogue they gave him. You, you can't Ryan Reynolds your way out of it. Like it's not <laughs> <laughs> a good example. A good example of a bad movie that Ryan Reynolds was good in. And I might be alone, but uh, X Men Origins. The first twenty minutes with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is great in that movie. Where he was sure he played, Deadpool. he played Deadpool. Then they got rid of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that one was yeah. I would agree with you. The Green Lantern is, if you go watch it again, it's just bad. Everything is bad. Like, there's nothing to save that movie. <laughs> All right. So, I want to take a quick second. Um, Sherry, tell everybody about Fan Room again. Uh, Fan Room Live, uh, we're going to have TJ Ramon on from the Ramones. And uh, Brian, I'm not sure if you're available that day, but if you'd like to come and meet TJ, you'd be a guest of mine and uh, we're giving away two tickets to the audience today uh, or until the event happens so contact Justin or Jason and give them your email and I'll send you guys a couple tickets yes you can check us out at three geeks podcast at gmail.com Sherry thanks, you, thanks for the you, invite you were one of our favorite interviews early this year I think it was early this year and uh, I'm so glad that we've stayed in touch and I'm so glad that we got it worked out where you came on again today I'd like to have you on again in the future you're always welcome on our show uh, Thank it, you. it's been so much fun and you can check out Brian's Kickstarter so Brian John sent me a demo for an audio am I allowed to play this sure you can play some of it you don't you don't have to play it all but yeah it's a this is a demo that's uh we're going to use for I have a uh, animated trailer of my book, uh, book pages coming out with this music. So this is Halea's uh, Welcome to the New Enlightenment. So it's not the final product, but, you know, it's getting there. It's close. Oh. I like Very uh, atmospheric. Yeah. Wow, what happened to that? Oh, boy, that's all you get. That's all we're going to do. Internet bandwidth, cut it off. <laughs> wow. Stupid internet. Let me refresh it. Oh, oh, is that what it was? It's just the demo, anyway. Um, like, yeah, well, let's, you know, I have, I, I'm excited to get the animated uh, trailer coming out soon. That's going to be cool. Yeah, that'd be great. The audio is so choppy. We might want to do it. It's coming in and out. Better version of it. Just because it's not doing it. A good representation of it. Yeah, I'll sing it again. Like I did. Welcome to the new. No, I'm kidding. It's not even close. But 
<laughs> it is good. It's a good song, and and it's got this nice, awesome backdrop that I was telling her. Like she does this great uh, spot where she kind of lets it play, and you get lost in it, and then it just drops out, and then she comes back in with the vocals. It's cool. And I says we need to revisit that because I I want to get lost in that backdrop trance, and then just kind of have some like things coming in and out here and there, like vocals and what uh, different instruments. Kind of like I don't know if you're familiar with Super Trance Crime of the Century at the end where you just keep playing this piano a simple piano progression over and over and then like horns coming in and it's just it's it's like dramatic and you, you can just imagine sitting at the piano getting lost in the melody because it's like repetitive trance but it's so compelling and it just draws you in as the way my book does <laughs> That's very subtle. Very subtle. I like I it. Know. I like it. I, don't know. Um, I need to get a marketer. Holy crap. <laughs> Somebody who can actually market the fucking hey, book. I mean, get your Elon Musk here and you're going to be set. Listen, paint on the side of a Tesla, it'll be, it'll be gold. Oh, that was another reason he had Grimes coming in on some music. That's a good choice. Sorry, Max. Uh, Brian, you won, Max. You win. Yeah, I, I won. I'm, I'm taking the win. I'm happy with my win. I'm, I'm still confused about the marketing. I, I just, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta think more, like, more about what would fail as marketing but make people happy. I guess. <laughs> yeah, make people happy. So, so, so uh, no, I like, I like my win. I'm gonna take it. Psychedelic drugs, man. Uh, they can find it on Kickstarter. And, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Staunch Ambition, man, I got it on my social media. I'm, po I'm posting it constantly. I'm trying to really, because a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I, I want to check that out. And then, you know, a, a, a fly flies by or whatever, and something distracts you. Or, you know, there's a million things to put our time toward or focus on. And so I'm trying to market it more because uh, people like to wait. So we got like three days left. Um, Halia just offered, we talked the other day, we did a, uh, uh, we had a nice, um, uh, zoom chat and she just offered, well, let's do a zoom chat. So we're going to, everyone, if you just back it for a dollar or you back it for, you know, a thousand, everyone's going to be invited to a private zoom chat with Halia and I, uh, talking questions, all that kind of stuff about the book or her in lock and key as an actor and her writing the music. So that's going to be fun. That's just for anyone who supports the Kickstarter at any level. Um, and we'll probably I've always wanted have... to be in a Zoom call with you and Halia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never done that before. I've never done anything like that before. It'll be awesome. Shut up. You guys are helping here. <laughs> no, but it's awesome. People... I want to do it again. Yeah, no, but uh, the I thing is, is we, don't want to, we don't want to have it crowded, so we'll do several ones. So it's a little more intimate than uh, just like a, you know everybody all at once. And then uh, she's going to, I'm also at the end of the campaign, you're going to have the opportunity to add her to sign to a personal message, autograph, and uh, just an autograph on the books. So, and then I got the music trailer coming out. The Kickstarter goes for three days. So go check it out, share it. Um, you, it's, it will change your life for the better. I mean, this is, you're supporting independent art that is uh, making the world a better place. I mean, we need more independent art that is quality. And I, and I can't stress that enough because I have such amazing talent I work with, from Halea to the Irwin Arosa to Freddie Williams, who did that cover. Um, uh, uh, Clayton Crane, uh, you know, I got amazing talent working on the books. So, ooh, Clayton Crane, look at that. That guy is, this guy is a master. Look, I, I worked with him twice. This guy is, he's got a cult 
following. And trust me, I know because they're coming after me for the stuff I have. It's like, ah, I got to get that. Ah. This is what I see when I think about staunch ambition. Like, this is, like, really nice. nice. It's so good, yeah. Nice. Uh, Terry, where can everybody find you online? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, XOXO, Sherry XO, and uh, Facebook, just Sherry Nelson. Awesome. Uh, Sherry, Brian, go ahead. And, if you guys can, stick around for after the credits. And uh, everybody else out there, follow us at 3GeeksPodcast. Email us, 3GeeksPodcast at gmail.com. Go to 3Geeks.Ninja, and you can check us out every Sunday at noon live on the 3Geeks Facebook, YouTube, and on the Scene Snobs Facebook as well. Thank you guys so much. Thanks to the SceneSnobs.com. Mick, Casey, your guys' support for our show is tremendous. I'm super jealous of those guys. They're at a con right now doing it up, and I I was watching them yesterday, and I missed the con circuit. I'm so glad it's back. Yeah. Everybody out there, you guys have a wonderful day, and thank you so much for spending a couple hours with us. Recycle your droids. Yeah.